who it is. So glad you found your way back to our little corner of the sky in the podcasting universe. Okay, all puns aside, we have two absolutely amazing shows to discuss with you. I can't contain myself, so let's just get right into it. To start things off, we head to the Lower East Side to Paradise Factory, where the Seeing Place Theater Company put on the Pulitzer Prize winning play, Wit. Okay, where do I... uh... Where do I begin? I know you have been wanting to see a production of this show for a very, very long time. Okay. So I remember seeing clips of this when it was on Broadway with Cynthia Nixon. And I was like, I don't know what this is, but I want to know more because this looks really good. So I bought the play. I read the play. And I was like, oh, my God, if this is ever done, I'm going to go see it. So lo and behold, here we are. It was such a powerful moving experience. First of all, the theater's like maybe a 45-seat theater, and it's in the thrust. And basically you have the other actors sitting in the back, and they play multiple characters, and then you have the main actor who plays Dr. Vivian Baring, um, sitting, you know, she's kind of walking around talking to all of us, and then there's a hospital bed in the middle. And... Yeah, it's just intimate, and it feels like you're having this intimate conversation where she's just talking to you, and obviously she. there are moments where she would just look at you and form that connection. Here's what really made this production even more special, and I want to give a shout-out to it. Um, the actress who played the... Um, I'm just going to lean over and grab my program real fast. The actress who played Dr. Vivian Baring, excuse me, Baring, Erin Kronikin, if I pronounce that wrong, I'm sorry, Erin Kronikin, she played the lead. Um, She currently is diagnosed with breast cancer, and while doing the show currently, she's been going through chemotherapy. And I just... That gives you a whole new connection to the material. Well, not just that. To be going through chemotherapy and doing the show at the same time. Like, I would never complain again about my job. To to put your body through that and still also to give to us this... I mean, this is not an easy show. Um, oh, my God. It was... So, I know this is just a Broadway bulletin, but can you give a small summary about what this show is about. Um, Dr. Vivian Baring is a professor of 17th century English poetry, particularly the poems of John Donne. And she's diagnosed with stage four ovarian cancer. There's a really large tumor. And her doctor, Dr. Kalikian, decides, you know, let's do... Eight full doses of chemo in a row. And it's never been done. So let's try that. And it's kind of, it's a dual op like thing. It's we're going to treat the cancer and we're going to do research at the same time. And he's got this Dr. Kalik and also has a fellow named Jason. And he's a real piece of work. Anyway, chemo is not easy. It takes a real toll on your body. And it kind of shows that toll that a body takes. Um, usually when people get chemo, they'll start at a full dosage, but then they'll start to scale it back because they can't handle it. She does all full eight doses, but unfortunately it doesn't treat the cancer. The cancer ends up spreading throughout her body. 
and she does succumb to it. Um, so it's very powerful. And as we go through, you just kind of see her talk about her life and what she could have done differently and how people treat her and this, that, and the other. Um, yeah. I mean, it sounds like an intimate story to begin with. So to be able to hear this intimate story in such an intimate space. And it relates to her study of like the poems of John Donne and explain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it really, and the show really also pointed out the flaws in current medicine, particularly bedside manner. Because like I said, Dr. Jason has no bedside manner. He comes in, he reads the numbers and... He has no connection to the actual human. No, he sees her as a, a like a test tube. She's research. Well, and all think... he wants her for is research. He doesn't, and he took her class, mm-hmm. and he's just very cold. He doesn't want to make a connection. Which, on the flip side, which I think the greatness that exists in healthcare is the nurse, and they are they make such a personal connection, mm-hmm. and they treat her like a human and really give that and i feel like that that even today in in the in not in the theater world but in the actual world that's very true when i had my experience was go, going through my brain surgery not saying that my doctor was cold and heartless by any means of the imagination but i mean i had some of the greatest nurses in the world well and it just goes to show that it one of our biggest flaws with modern medicine is we have gotten so wrapped up in the treatments that we forgot that they're the The people. The human, yeah. Well, at one point, because, you know, nobody's told her that the cancer, like the treatment didn't work. And she's very blunt. She just says to the nurse, you know, the chemo didn't work, did it? And the nurse is the one that has to go, yeah, no, it didn't. And they're just talking. They're having a really sweet moment where they're splitting a popsicle because she can't eat food anymore. Mm-hmm. The chemo's just zapped her muscles and her esophagus. And the nurse says, you know, I, I think you should know that at some point you're going to have to decide what you'd like us to do if your heart stops. If you want us to do everything in the world, and we will, to keep you alive, or if you just want us to let you go. That's not a nurse's job. No, it's That's not. That's the doctor's job. But they weren't telling her because, again, she was a research study. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. Anyway, um, the set I already covered in the costumes, they were just real. I mean, it was a real working bed and everything. It was real. And it, oh. um, the constant sound in the back really helped to fill the space and just make it complete. Like, there was always sound going. Mm-hmm. So it never felt like dead space, which I really appreciated because it just, it also added that anxious. And, mm-hmm. Well, because it's that hospital feel. Well, it, it added to, well, it wasn't just hospital. Okay. It wasn't just hospital noises. It was other noises too. But what it helped was in the back, there was also these projections that would be like pictures of cells under a microscope. And then there'd be words projected on that were being said. And so it felt like you were in her mind. Mm -hmm. It just felt like constant thought. So as she did go, it got quieter and quieter and quieter. So that's why I appreciated it. Um, I was really moved. Um, and touched by this production. I found myself in tears at the end. I was like, I, oh. The cast just really put it all on the line. It makes me feel really sad that I didn't get to see it with I you. Because you were crying. Oh, I'm sorry. It, it moved me. I'm like getting all the cleft. Just Anyway, guys, support Off-Broadway and smaller theaters. They will surprise you and they do amazing things. Seriously. The best theater isn't just on Broadway. So. Sadly, this production closed on January 16th. 
To wrap up this episode, we head back to Broadway and to Irving Berlin's Music Box Theater to see Dear Evan Hansen. Oh my gosh. It was so good. The guy, I mean, the whole cast was just amazing, but it... Okay, wait, wait, wait. First, first, first. We got to preface this. Okay, so this is a really significant show for us. First of all, this is the final show to reopen on Broadway. So everything that had closed before is now reopened. Or not opening yeah, again. You know, we, we've, com- we've completely come back. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This was also the last show that we saw before the shutdown. So I feel like we have now come full circle... You know, we're back in the game. Um, we saw the. We actually didn't see the show on Broadway, but we saw the. We saw the show in Salt Lake City. The tour. At, and when, that night, we got on a plane to Vegas, and then two days later, the world ended. Mm-hmm. So, this was nice to kind of. Here we are, two years later. Maybe the healing process can right? begin. Um, so it really just it felt like the whole night. I just kept hearing those words that we keep hearing repeated over and over here, which is. Broadway is open. Everyone out there, Broadway is open. Mm-hmm. Now, this was the best Evan I have ever seen. And I mean, ever. I've seen some good Evans. He didn't like reinvent the wheel. It just... I, he, he played the role at a 14. Mm-hmm. You know? He didn't play it safe. This is the second show of the day. And he, I mean... His emotions were just, oh. Yeah, you could see he was really in tune with the character, and he he re-experienced his emotional journey every step of the way as the character. You could see him crying even up in the balcony. You could see those tears on his cheek. The mm-hmm. light was glistening. On, oh, The like, amount of vulnerability he must have had to be able to show us that is and just amazing. The understanding of the material, the words and the music and everything, just it really, it felt like a new show. And not just from the Evan, just from the cast as a whole. I mean, they they were just on a whole nother level. They were really connected. Um, the show just felt really tightened up, just really on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got so much out of this that I hadn't before. I thought the sound was so good. It was really balanced. It was crisp. The diction was Perfect. Mm-hmm. It's one thing I have noticed is, you know, Evan likes to stutter a lot and talk really fast. It was really clear. I really could follow things perfectly and I understood things. Um, the acting was so good. It had the audience eating out of their hands. In fact, one of, I've never, never had this experience. The moment when it's towards the end of the show. Mm-hmm. And the Connor family just starts fighting again mm-hmm. over things after the suicide note is posted. And mm-hmm. Evan finally goes, he didn't write it. What? It's mine. And it, you just hear this huge <gasps> mm-hmm. from the audience. And I was like, oh, my God, I've never heard that. Like, you know, here we are five years after the show's open. Come on. The cat's out of the bag, I feel like. The movie is out there. I mean, we watched it happen. Yeah. And we watched it. In the beginning, we it's, saw Evan write it. It's like the Chicago joke. And then I tell them, nothing, you know, prosecuting you won't bring him back. And there's always one juror that's always shocked by that. You know, it literally was like that. But the audience, like, there was an audible gasp. And then they, he starts to sing that song. Um, when Words Fail. When wor- uh, words, words Fail. fail. And he really, he's just having this breakdown. And everyone just starts crying. Mm-hmm. And I was but you like, know the part that really got me crying was... 
when he's with his mom and she sings. Um, when the it was house a, it was a, Yes. Mom. I was bawling my oh. eyes out. And I don't know if it was because, you know, my mom came to visit us and then she had just, you know, went back home and I was missing my mom. Or if it really was, was that phenomenal. I was crying yeah. so hard. I And if, you know, I didn't have a mask on, I would have blown my nose. <laughs> like, it was it, bad. It was incredible. The... Everybody was genuinely moved, both on and off stage. The emotions were real. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was just as amazing as when it opened. Uh, I was really impressed. Like, a, a show that's run for a while, sometimes, you know, you blow the dust off and it's great. But this one, really... Guys, Broadway's open and it's never been better. And I, I don't think we saw any shows, any shows here that well, that fell short of absolutely phenomenal well the thing that i would really just like to encourage everyone go see live theater especially in a world where we have been isolated from one another Mm -hmm. it really takes the toll on the body and you need to experience emotions with other people yes and that's something that is so important to our nature as humans yes that that's going to be the thing that helps us heal from everything, all the emotions, all the trauma we've gone through with this this pandemic. And everything that's happened during it. Yep. You need to emotionally connect to people outside of your pod. You need to get out off the phone, off the screen, which is kind of counterproductive to what we're doing. Right. But truly, like, you need, to, go, to, you need to talk to people. You need to experience things with people. You need to have that moment of shock or surprise or laughter let yourself connect to human emotion share that that experience with other people Mm -hmm. and it's happening it's happening at 36 theaters right now here on broadway and countless others off broadway and yeah i mean it's back be safe get vaccinated wear your mask all that do your part to make sure that we can keep this going but the main thing is you know Get out there and share an experience. And if you feel up to it and you have the ability, guys, Broadway's open. We're here. And the people who work here and work in the theater are performing and doing their job like they've never done it before. Tickets for Dear Evan Hansen, by the way, at the Music Box Theater are currently on sale through September 11th, 2022. And this concludes the episode of the Broadway Bulletin. Be sure to tune into our next edition coming out every Tuesday and Saturday. So until next time, I'm Andrew Cortez. And I'm Hope Bird. Reminding you to turn off your cell phones. Unwrap your candies and keep your mask on. And keep talking about the theater. In a stage whisper. Thank you. If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Stage Whisper Pod. And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at StageWhisperPod at gmail.com. Our theme song is Booga Blues by U.S. Army Blues. Other music on this episode provided by Jazzar and Billy Murray. Yeah.